Happy we got the win. Proud of our players, proud of our team, our coaches, uh, support staff. Everybody worked hard for this win. Glad that it worked out the way that it did. I mean, um, really proud, proud of the effort that we saw from our boys. Uh, a lot of credit to Boise State, really good team. Um, and we knew that it had come down to controlling the trenches and um, trying to be physical in their, their physical team. You know, and I'm glad that things went our way and, and we were able to capitalize. And there's still a lot of things to fix, um, a lot of things that we know we can do better and improve upon. So um, got a lot of a lot of bodies on the field. We're able to get a lot of guys getting some playing time, some experience and looking forward to building off of this and getting better next week. And, um, you know, I'm just really proud of the of the physical play our guys had and, and the effort that they showed and, and um, love the way that they played with sportsmanship tonight as well. So it was a good moment at the end of the game. We were able to say a prayer with, with Boise State in midfield and share that moment and all the time of the pandemic and, and uh, you know, a lot of things going on in this world. It was good to be able to do that with our opponents and share that moment with them. So thank you for the win and let's keep rolling. Let's keep getting better and, and uh, get better for next week. Take any questions you guys have. Okay, we'll start with Mitch, Jared, and Norma. Go ahead, Mitch. Kalani, what was the message at half that, that kind of maybe spearheaded that that 35-point output in the second half to, to put this thing away? Oh, I, I think the guys were really frustrated at, at their the performance because the first half wasn't our best. And I, I know um, for the offense and defense, when I got into the locker room, um, when I walked in, they were already talking. There's already conversations going on. Leaders were speaking up and it was a good moment. I didn't have to say much. And so it was a good moment for me to take a step back, let the, let the players and, and, and the leaders uh, conversate with each other. I went and talked to the coaches, um, some things that we could do, some adjustments we can make on, on, on offense, defense and special teams and, and get out there and challenge the players. And, and, but the, the truth is the players had had the answer for themselves. They, they know exactly what's expected from our coaching staff, from me as a head coach, they know how, what our standard is and they knew we weren't playing to our standard. And so they corrected it. And by the time I, I was able to talk to the team before we took the field, they were ready to go. And so uh, I, I, I'm just thankful that we have coaches and, and leaders on this team that, that take the initiative themselves and they don't need to listen to the head coach. Uh, we, all the, the head coach speech has been going on all week in preparation for these guys. So they knew what, what the expectations and the demand and the, the standard is for us. Kalani, this team's talked all year about how it's a it's a joint unit, offense, defense, special teams. It really felt like the the first half you had to rely on the defense. They held Boise State. They gave up the one long drive, but held them to to just three points in that half, and that kind of allowed the the offense time to get rolling. How big was the defensive performance, particularly there in the first half? Listen, we had a great game plan on all three phases. Felt really good about our coaches, our coordinators. Felt great about Ed Lamb and the, and the things that he was able to do to, to get our, our uh, special teams ready and Jeff Grimes and our, and our offense and Elisa Tuyaki in our defense. So we had a great game plan going into this week, going to this game. Thankful that the players were able to execute it. They knew some of the issues when it wasn't working out. They knew what to, what to fix. But I give a lot of credit to our coaches getting them ready, you know, and, and uh, re- really not worried about the score and when things aren't going your way. You just, you just kind of stick to the fundamentals of the game. And and having our players, our coaches be focused on that, huge, huge positive for us. And so uh, we, we know that we're going to lean on, on all 
three phases as a team and, and back each other up. Uh, we want to be aggressive and, and play a, a team football game. This was a team win. And so uh, I know that there's times that the defense need to step up and times that the offense need to step up and special teams and saw some really good things from all three phases. But I'm just telling you, like, <clears throat> Ed Lamb and, and Elisa Tuyaki had a plan on defense and did a great job communicating it to the rest of the coaches and to the, to the players. Jeff Grimes, A-Rod, and the offensive bunch had a great game plan for the offense, and Ed Lamb had a great game plan for special teams. So all that stuff worked together, and there's the proof right there. So really proud of our coaches and, and the things they were able to get done this week. Uh, you guys had your very first ranked opponent for the season. You guys had never won on the Smurf turf. What type of statement did tonight's game give out? Well, the focus on the team isn't to really talk about anything that's happened that they can't control. They can only control tonight. They can only control being ready, and they can only control day-to-day and one play at a time. So keeping our guys' focus is the key. I don't think the pass could help you in this situation. And, and you know, if we're just living the moment at this time, then we get to enjoy every part of it. And then really just that's the only thing you can address and, and improve on. This team has been razor sharp in their focus, and I've been really proud of them. And it hasn't – it's it's everybody included. I, I mean, the coaching staff, the, the support staff, and the players, everyone is on, on the same page here and um, love seeing it as a head coach. Okay, for those that might be first-timers with us, um, just make, if you want to ask a question, make sure to use the raise the hand function so I can see you want to ask a question, and we'll try to get to you. But our next three will be Jake, Jay, and Mitch. Yeah, Kalani, I wanted to ask you about the end of the first half, the you guys not getting the field goal team out there. What exactly went down with that? Well, we knew going into that, that side of the field is going into a, a, a wind. And so we needed to get closer. And obviously it was fourth down. We were running out of time, ran out of timeouts. And so we were trying to get a play called. There's a miscommunication with everyone getting lined up. And, and I, I mentioned there's things that we need to fix and get better. And that was one of them. You know, and, and we left some points out on the, on the field. That's okay. We um, we were able to just keep playing and stay, stay with it. We knew what the issues were. It wasn't like we went into halftime saying, oh, crap, what do we do? We knew what the issues were. We had to address them and correct them, and, and there it is. You know, we have, we have players that, that can figure it out and, and coaches that can figure it out, and I'm just thankful that they were able to do it. But um, those are missed opportunities that I – it bugs me as a head coach. I know it bugs you guys as media members. You want us to score a lot of points. I get it. You know, but the, the question was, do we run out our, our hurry up field goal unit at that point and we're going into a stiff wind or do we just try to get a playoff and then hopefully get a first down because it was fourth, hopefully get a first down, spike the ball and get a, a closer field goal for our kicker. Kicker wanted to kick it and I made a decision that we should just try to get a play. It took a, a while because we didn't get the, the, the call communicated to everyone. So we didn't snap the ball on time, something that we can work on. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that fixed uh, tomorrow and, and working on Monday. Cool. I mean, you left Zach in a little longer than we've seen you leave him in in past games when the game was in control. What, what, what was your plan there? What, why did you do that? They were kicking onside's kick. And we wanted to manage the ball and manage the game. And uh, nobody that we trust more than Zach at that point. You know, we felt like there's a, a swing opportunity and we wanted to make sure they put him in there and communicate. We, we had some miscommunication on plays, obviously, that even when Zach was in. But, uh, you know, we wanted to make sure that we get the right call, secure the football and make sure we make the right checks. And so that was the, the key for that. Well, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It's, we're just playing football. 
Speaking of Zach Kalani, uh, has he made his case loud and clear that he should be in the Heisman race? I'm not even worried about that. Just trying to get better. We, you know, he he's going to want to get better. And, and he's 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 you think you guys are frustrated. I'm frustrated about that end of the half. You should talk to Zach. He's frustrated. So he wants to get better. And um, I'm not worried about any of that stuff. We're trying to keep this team focused on getting better and uh, control what we can control. And that's let everybody else do the talking, whether it's praise or criticism. Let them do all the talking. We know what we need to fix. And we're just going to keep our team focused on getting that done. Okay, let's go Jake and Norma. Kalani, I wanted to ask you, you guys have two games remaining in the season here, but there's six weeks approximately of the season left. Do you have hopes and aspirations you guys will add more games as the season gets closer to an end? Tom Homo's a great athletic director. He's done a great job at organizing the schedule. I think a lot of teams know how to communicate with him and with us. And, uh, you know, we, he told me to get the team ready to play 12 games early back in August. And so we're ready for 12 games. And if that works out, then great. If not, then we'll just be thankful for what we have. But uh, uh, a lot of gratitude for him and his staff to get this the schedule going. And gratitude for Boise for taking this game and for the other opponents to taking our uh, be putting us on their schedule. So, you know, with all that being said, we're just thankful to keep playing this game. And, and um, we know we, we we may have some bias here and there, but, like, we're going to get better. We're going we're gonna to find ways to get better during the week and improve whether we play a game or not. And then quickly, any update on Lopini and or George Udo? Yeah, George um, didn't look like he was going to be able to return, but we should get him back and same thing with Lopini. So um, looking at the the full story, I mean, when I say that, it's like you just know that they're, they're nothing showing that they're going to be out for the rest of the season. So that's a positive. We'll keep working with that. And I think that that's the limit of the injuries, Brett. Is that right? Yeah, so – uh, feel good about those guys. I mean, you hate seeing guys on on crutches or guys with ice packs on, but that's that's um, you know we just keep working with it and just fortunate that that they weren't too serious and we're looking forward to getting them back as soon as possible, even as early as the next game. After seven straight weeks of playing games, you guys are having your first bye week since the whole COVID debacle and playing um, taking some time after Navy. What are you going to be focusing on? What do you hope to see from your players during this time? Improvement. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, you know, if we have to scrimmage or do something to, to simulate uh, opportunity to improve on what we did this, this week, tonight, then, then that's what we have to do. But improvement, get, get guys that are, that are banged up, healed up, and then be stronger as a team. That's what we need to do. Take advantage of the time that we have. And stronger, just not physically, but mentally learning the game of football and situational football. And that's where, you know, we can do a better job. I, I think you try to cover as many situations. We had a, um, a kickoff that was a little bit uh, scary. You know, Caleb was trying to decide whether or not to let it run out of bounds. And, and he had to decide just to either cover it up right at that moment or because they had a couple guys barreling down. And those are things that we need to, we need to shore up. We, we, we gave up a onside kick on uh, uh, um, in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to take a look at that and, and, and test our guys even more. But it's good to see them respond back and cover up the next one. Good job by Boise on the execution of it all. We had to take a timeout to get our hands team out there. And, and I'm uh, glad that we were able to get, get the next one. We gave up some big plays at the, in the fourth quarter, some big throws that just were unfortunate. We, you know, we, we had some, mis, um, some mistakes, and it's my fault as a coach. You know, we got to make sure we communicate to our players the coverage and make sure that they're executing well. So we just, you know, just that, those are things that on the top of my head that I wish we can improve on and really looking forward to getting better next week. And that's, that's the key. We're going to find a way to get better.